T with double D. Yeah. Grab your tea and take a seat, cause we got something to say. We bring you that news when it happens, same day. All of it be accurate, cause we give it to them straight. And the real T with double D don't spread nothing fake. Wanna hear news about politics? Then go on here, subscribe. Like the channel 12, we bring it to them live. We updates by Trump trial and how he facing time. We gon' let you know the real about the news and crimes. Speak on all topics and we make it interesting. Post them on the channel, now they wanna call us messy. When celeb news exposed, we be on it in a second. Black and red while I'm black, we accurate, not guessing. Welcome to the real T with double D. Welcome to the real T with double D. Welcome to the real T with double D. Hey players, welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Tea with Double D. Of course, I'm your girl Double D and we are streaming live on TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. I'm so excited to be with you all tonight to record a brand new episode of my podcast that streams wherever you stream your podcast. I hope y'all are having a footloose and fancy free night, honey. I know y'all was looking around like, damn, Double D, it's 1030, it's 1031, it's 1032, it's all the way to almost 1040, where the hell you at? I'm going to go ahead and keep it a stack with you. I had a hard time finding stuff I wanted to talk about tonight, honey. I declare. It's been a disgrace because I did a number of videos today, which is odd for me. Uh, on a Wednesday, I kind of usually save a lot of the tea for the night uh, for my um, podcast or whatnot. But today I did about four videos, which, you know, that's that's kind of a lot for Double D these days. But I just wanted to get those things out there real quick. But that kind of left me where I didn't have a whole lot to talk about tonight on this episode. But either way, honey, I am here ready to spill this tea. I do have a very good show for y'all, so I hope y'all are ready to uh, grab your tea. I hope you're having a seat because, baby, it's going to be real good. So before I get started, just remember I'm report recording this for my podcast. I won't be able to interact with you as much as I would like, but baby, I appreciate all of you ones that come and join me live every single week. I don't know if I have any of my regulars in the building, Andrea, uh, Lisa, Miss Murtis. I know she's over on Tickety Talk. Uh, 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 I don't know if I have any of my regulars in the building tonight. Risa, I see her in the building. I really appreciate you guys for coming through and riding and flying with your girl this week. I, I, I really, really appreciate y'all. Now, baby, I want y'all to grab that tea, have a seat, honey, because it is time for us to get into this first story. Let's talk about Hunter Biden. All right, players. So, of course, we got to talk about the biggest news of the day today, and that was Hunter Biden showing uh, up down there to the Capitol day today. He said that he was going to make it do what it do when he needed to make it do what it do. He was ready to testify before the oversight committee, honey, but baby, they didn't want him to te testify in public. So he shook a tail feather after he let him have it, honey. I'm going to go ahead and keep it a stack with you. When Hunter Biden was speaking, honey, I had to clutch my invisible damn pearls because I was very impressed with Hunter Biden admitting his wrongs uh, saying that, um, the, basically saying the only thing my father is guilty of is being a good parent. And that is pretty much the sentiments of 
a lot of people in the world. It's like uh, we it's been 11 months into this investigation and we have seen absolutely nothing to implicate President Biden in being anything other than a good father. What anybody would do uh, in situations that um, um, Joe Biden and his son and uh, his family were in. So um, today, Hunter Biden, he scurried on down there to the Capitol. Um, he went down there, according to him, with the intentions of testifying before the oversight committee, uh, but he wanted to do it in public, but the GQP didn't want it. So he stayed outside. And this is what he had to say uh, outside in front of the Capitol. I'm here today to make sure that the House committee's illegitimate investigations of my family do not proceed on distortions, manipulated evidence, and lies. And I'm here today to acknowledge that I've made mistakes in my life and wasted opportunities and privileges I was afforded. For that, I am responsible. For that, I'm accountable. And for that, I'm making amends. But I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother, and a husband from a loving and supportive family. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business career. I'm proud of my time serving on a dozen different boards of directors. And I'm proud of my efforts to forge global business relationships. For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed door session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They have ridiculed my struggle with addiction, they have belittled my recovery, and they have tried to dehumanize me all to embarrass and damage my father, who has devoted his entire public life to service. For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine, shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Now, I'm going to go ahead and keep it a stack with your players. When he said that part, I'm here. <laughs> Y'all don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me when I say it. <laughs> but the only thing I could think of was the color purple. I may be black. Poor. I may even be ugly. But dear God, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I promise y'all. When he said that part up here, that was all I was thinking about was the color purple. Speaking of which, the new color purple is premiering on Christmas Day in theater. So make sure y'all go check it out. It's Star Fantasia. I think it's got uh, Hailey Bailey in it or Chloe Bailey, one of those. Uh, so they say it's pretty good, honey. Now, I'm going to go ahead and keep it a stack, which I'm not one for remakes. But, baby, that's one that I'm definitely going to take a gander in. I'm definitely going to see what it's doing and making sure it's making it do when it need to make it do what it do. You heard me. So anyway, so Hunter Biden, baby, when he said, I'm here, I'm here, I was thinking about the color purple. 
Um, so uh, basically, the uh, House GQP, they said that they did not want Hunter Biden to testify down there. And now they uh, went ahead and advanced that impeachment inquiry. And this is what they had to say when they found out that Hunter Biden was outside. Well, what, what in response to Hunter Biden not wanting to testify before uh, the committee uh, behind closed doors. Hang on one moment. We've been waiting to figure out what James Comer and Jim Jordan are going to do. James Comer is the chairman of the committee from Here Kentucky. Jim Jordan from Ohio. Let's see what they have to say. Initial reaction now. Issued a lawful subpoena to the president's son that we expect him to come in and uh, be deposed. This is a normal process in an investigation. This has been a serious, credible, transparent investigation from day one. We've published four bank memorandums. We've had countless press conferences. This is an investigation about public corruption at the highest level. We have accumulated mountains of evidence that's concerning to an overwhelming majority of Americans. We have specific questions in there, and I think we're going to allow you in there to see the uh, piles and piles of documents, of bank statements, of emails, of text messages that we've worked very hard on in this committee over the last eight or nine months. Uh, we expect to depose the president's son, and then we will be more than happy to have a public hearing with him. Uh, with that, I'll turn it over to Chairman Jordan. Well, I would just echo what the chairman said. You know, we're disappointed they didn't show up. I mean, he was just across the way at the Capitol. You think he could have come here and set the question? You do it in an open format now. You're going to get you're going to get filibusters. You're going to get speeches. You're going to get all kinds of things. Uh, what we want is the facts. And the way you get the facts in every single de uh, every single investigation I've been involved in is you bring people in for an interview behind closed doors where you can get those facts. And then, as the chairman said, we'd love for him to come public. Finally, I would say this. Uh, Mr. Biden's counsel and the White House have both argued that the reason he couldn't come for a deposition was because there wasn't a formal vote for an impeachment inquiry. Well, that's going to happen in a few hours. We think it's going to pass. We think the House of Representatives will go on record with the power that solely resides in the House to say we are in an official impeachment inquiry phase of our oversight. And when that happens, we'll see what their excuse is then. They should have been here today, but once we take that vote, we expect him to come in for, a, uh, for his interview, for his deposition. And frankly, uh, we'll also, I think, look at uh, contempt proceedings as we move forward. With that, we'll take your question. Why not just call his bluff? I mean, he's, he's here and he's obviously not wanting to sit for a deposition. This could be one chance you get to hear from him. Why not just call his bluff and see if he's willing to sit? Because there's a way you do investigations and a way you're not. Everyone I've been, been involved with, from clear back to uh, the, the IRS targeting uh, conservatives, to Benghazi, to the impeachment people, everyone, you do it in a way where they come in for private. Uh, this is what the Democrats did. Don Jr. had to testify twice. In, in, a, in a deposition setting, two different committees, but oh, somehow it doesn't, that doesn't apply to the Biden family? That's not how it works in our country. It's supposed to be equal treatment, the same treatment under the law. When is and that is coming from Jim Jordan, who did not testify before the January 6th Select Committee. He actually ignored that subpoena. It's pretty rich coming from those spaghetti lips, but I digress. So uh, with Hunter Biden's decision to ignore the subpoena, it was very significant because it means that Hunter Biden could be held in contempt. More broadly, it represents a new and more aggressive front in the uh, in President Biden's family response to the Republican led impeachment battle unfolding on Capitol Hill regarding President Biden's potential role in his son's build uh, business dealings. Now, 
The White House was aware of Hunter Biden's plans to make uh, the comments, according to uh, White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre. And she said the following, the president was certainly familiar with what his son was going to say. And I think what you saw from was from his heart. And um, she declined to say if President Biden offered an input on the statement. Now, Hunter Biden's long held position on his deposition is that he wants to testify in public in an open uh, court, uh, in an open hearing. He doesn't want to be behind closed doors because the uh, Magamites often uh, uh, misconstrue or, or just plain out lie uh, statements that have been made. We have seen them uh, time and time again. I mean, that was just in a, a committee hearing, I believe that was last month or the month before last, when AOC had to call out Byron Donalds, who presented a text message and he presented it in, in such a way as to, uh, uh, pre like President Biden, I believe, had responded to a text message about some money when it really was something totally different. Um, he, They don't know where he got that text message from. Um, he brought that text message up in an open forum um, out in public, and it was a fabricated text message, and AOC actually had to call him out on that. So we have seen them several times uh, do things like this, uh, twist and turn evidence. We saw it just recently last week with James Comer, who presented, uh, thought we had a smoking gun here that uh, President Biden was really guilty of receiving his portion of this $24 million. And turns out uh, there was evidence in the laptop, you know, that they always talk about uh, that Hunter Biden has acknowledged that it's his. He actually acknowledged it this morning, saying that those items were stolen from him. And in within that laptop, it was justification for those $4,000 payments. Now, I'm going to go ahead and keep it a stack with you. If somebody was paying me $24 million, they're going to have to pay me more than uh, in $1,500 payments, honey. Because, uh, I mean, even if I'm trying to hide something, the, the least you could do was give me something that won't uh, ping. And I believe that uh, for the, uh, what is that, $9,999 that you can send? without having to fill out, <laughs> fill out that paperwork to go to the government. So you at least go out to transfer that budget to my account before, <laughs> before not no damn $1,500, but I digress. So uh, that's what's going on with Hunter Biden. It's going to be very interesting to see how this goes forward. If Hunter Biden will end up testifying behind closed doors or will the Republicans go ahead and fold? Will they hold Hunter Biden in contempt because he refused to testify or which I'm getting to next, will they subpoena him again since they have successfully passed this impeachment inquiry vote? Y'all, with that being said, y'all go ahead and grab your tea and have a seat. Let's get into that impeachment inquiry. So today, House Republicans finally, successfully, well, they successfully, it's not finally, so I'm going to backpedal and pussy pop out of that comment, not finally, but they went ahead and passed that uh, in, in, impeachment uh, inquiry. It was uh, along party lines with all Republicans voting yes and uh, uh, 
one Democrat not voting and then the other uh, two, 212 Democrats voting um, against the uh, impeachment inquiry. Now, uh, again, the U.S. House representatives voted today to formalize and authorize and authorize this ongoing impeachment inquiry into President Biden as Republicans unite behind the effort, even though they have yet to find evidence of any wrongdoing by President Biden. Speaking of which, we have one of the senior Republicans, uh, Chuck Grassley, saying here on video that he has seen absolutely no evidence to support uh, any type of wrongdoing by President Biden. He said that he has, his father was not financially involved in any way with his business. Do you accept that? Uh, I'm going to uh, take the same position I've taken since 2019, that all I can say is there's some indication of maybe some compromise uh, with China particularly, uh, but I have no evidence of it, and I'm going to just follow the facts where they are, and the facts haven't taken me to that point where I can say that the president's guilty of anything. I declare, honey, what a disgrace. After 11 months, you have seen absolutely no evidence to support that President Biden has done anything. Listen, we all know Hunter Biden was up to some shady shit. We know he was uh, using that WhatsApp app to, uh, to talk to different people and telling them that President Biden was in the room making it appear that President Biden was in cahoots with all this stuff, but they cannot uh, uh, prove that President Biden was involved in anything. And I think it's really ridiculous that a high boo shit admits that once again, the Republicans are spending time trying to bury President Biden because uh, he beat Frumpy to the motherfucking dump. Because in my opinion, that's all this is about. Now, y'all go ahead and take a listen to this. Trump tried to blackmail a foreign head of state to dig up political dirt on Joe Biden. Donald Trump tried to overturn an election because he lost to Joe Biden, sending a violent mob here to the Capitol on January 6th to try to stop the certification of the election. Donald Trump's kids stole money from a cancer charity. Donald Trump's son-in-law took $2 billion from the Saudi government in a deal so shady that it would make even Richard Nixon blush. Donald Trump has been indicted more times than he's been elected. And it's clear to me why Republicans are going after Joe Biden and trying to drag his name through the mud. They want to they help normalize Donald Trump's corruption and criminality. They want to convince people that everyone does it, so it doesn't matter. Well, guess what? Everyone doesn't do it, and it does matter. There's no comparison, none whatsoever, between the decency, civility, and public service of Joe Biden and the criminality, corruption, and abuse of power of Donald Trump. Republicans launched this absurd inquiry almost a year ago. And here's what we've learned. We've learned that this investigation has received extraordinary cooperation from the Biden administration and has yielded mountains of proof that all confirms President Biden follows and respects the law. We've learned that President Biden is a good dad, that he loves his son unconditionally. We've learned that his son, Hunter, lost his mom and sister in a terrible car accident. He lost his brother to cancer. This is someone with a, with a lot of trauma in his life and who sadly turned to drugs. And we've seen that Republicans have sought to weaponize that trauma and use it to attack President Biden and his family. Frankly, uh, it's just disgusting. I mean, we literally had Marjorie Taylor Greene hold up explicit photos of Hunter Biden at a committee hearing. 
And it's unclear to me whether Republicans are so full of it that they actually believe this stuff or it's all for show. But either way, I find it to be so awful and just really offensive and, quite frankly, rotten. And after 10 months of digging and tens of thousands of pages of documents, all Republicans have proven is that President Biden did nothing wrong. President Biden did nothing wrong. So here we are again. So uh, the White House has dismissed this inquiry as unsubstantiated by facts and politically motivated. President Biden is, as we know, preparing for an election in 2024, a rematch with Donald Trump. Uh, Frumpy Dump is the first president in history to be impeached twice and is currently preparing for four upcoming criminal trials. This effort will almost certainly fail to remove President Biden from office. Even if the House of Republicans vote to impeach him, the Senate will have to vote to convict him on these charges by a two-thirds vote. And that's near impossible in the chamber where President Biden's uh, Democrats <clears throat> hold a 51 to 49 majority, but it could keep Republicans highlight. Uh, it could help Republicans highlight their allegations of corruption through much of the 2024 campaign. Uh, the vote comes three months after Republicans informally began their probe and they have been investigating uh, President Biden since since they took control of the house is ridiculous and a hot boo-boo shitty mess but i'm not surprised so MAGA republicans are continuing they voted to uh uh they voted to uh continue this inquiry so we'll just have to wait to see what comes out in the washington arrangement will they go ahead and re-subpoena um hunter biden or issue another date for him to uh testify or will they go ahead and uh, have him testify behind closed doors, or will they vote to hold him in contempt? It's going to be very interesting to see what comes out in the Washington arrangement of this, and I can't wait to see it. It's going to be a shit show on wheels. Once again, them not doing a damn thing for the American people. All right, players, go ahead and grab your tea and have a seat because we're going to talk about the latest with Frumpy to the motherfucking dump. Baby, I lied. We got to talk about human skid mark Giuliani. I declare, honey. What a disgrace. <laughs> Baby, I don't know how human skid mark Giuliani is going to make it out of this one. I really don't know. I mean, it, 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 if he don't fold, I, I just, I will be damn well surprised. So as we know, human skid mark Giuliani is in court in New York on this for this defamation trial to simply determine damages. Remember, Ruby Freeman and Shay Moss have already won their lawsuit against human skid mark Giuliani. This is just to determine damages. Now, Ruby Freeman and Shay Moss have asked for $43.5 million in damages from human skid mark Giuliani. Human skid mark Giuliani is currently being sued all over the world. He's writing hot, hot checks to his ex-wife. Um, he isn't paying his attorneys. I don't know if human skid mark Giuliani got that kind of money. Uh, also, he's facing a criminal trial in Georgia. Hunty, they, they seeking a lot, but I'm going to go ahead and keep us keeping a stack with you. I hope they get every cent. So um, yesterday, Shea Moss testified. Now, this was after. Okay, so the trial started on Monday. Human skid mark Giuliani was late as hell. The judge was pissed to the highest level of pissivity. Um, they began the jury selection and all of this kind of stuff. Um, his attorney, 
said that human skid Mark Giuliani was apologetic, that he was sorry for uh, what he said. And if these if these kind of damages were awarded against human skid Mark, it would be to, to the death of him. Basically, he can't afford to pay the money and it would cause him to perish. I guess I guess that's what he meant. So uh, uh, and he said that human skid Mark felt bad about the what the things that he was saying about humans, uh, about Ruby Freeman and Shay. Moss. However, when human skid Mark Giuliani got outside the courtroom, he must didn't get the memo, honey, because when he was pressed by reporters, he actually stood up there and reiterated uh, the things that he had said about Ruby Freeman and Shay Moss. Y'all take a listen. Whatever happened to them, which is it's unfortunate if other people overreacted, but everything I said about them is true. Do you regret no. what you did to Sh Ruby Freeman? Of course Freeman? I don't regret. I told the truth. They, they were engaged in changing votes. There's no proof of that. Oh, you're damn right there is. Stay tuned. So, Human <laughs> Skid Mark Giuliani stood outside of the courthouse after his attorney had just stated that he was sorry, that uh, th th this just wasn't, I mean, he, he he's just an old, weak and feeble man and all this kind of stuff. He stood out there and defamed them people again. And baby, the judge was pissed to the highest level of pissivity yesterday. So he actually admonished human skid Mark Giuliani, uh, tapped their forehead a little bit and told him that me, he may have just uh, got himself into a de another defamation claim by Ruby Freeman and Shay Moss. So Shay Moss testified yesterday that she couldn't go anywhere. She said that her uh, uh, her life had been forever changed by what was going on. She said that um, she couldn't go home. Um, she could she can't work any of these things because of all of the threats and um, how she felt in danger because of the things that human skid Mark Giuliani and she said it frumpy to the motherfucking dump did uh, painting her as a, a, a person that would commit that sort of type uh, type of fraud. Um, the the frumpy dump tank sniffers were calling calling her uh, uh, an addict and all kind of stuff. So it was very, uh, yesterday was some very uh, moving testimony by Shay Moss. But today, Ruby Freeman took the stand. And Miss Ruby Freeman, she once went by the nickname Lady Ruby. Um, it was a nickname just, uh, given to her because she was classy and new, uh, unique. Now, she testified today after the 2020 election when Frumpy Dump and human skid Mark Giuliani accused her and her daughter of committing election fraud against uh, Frumpy Dump. She began to receive an onslaught of violent and racist threats, and it forced her into hiding. She said she doesn't, she don't have a name anymore. She said that um, she struggled through tears as she was uh, testifying. Um, she was there for over 90 minutes, and uh, they went over some uh, tweets that human skid Mark Giuliani had done. On December 3rd, they also showed video footage of where human skid Mark Giuliani showed video footage of uh, Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss and accused them of uh, ballot harvesting. Um, she said that that was the morning where she re started receiving emails and messages on her phone of threats, and they actually played some of those threats in the courtroom. Now they played what human skid Mark Giuliani was saying to people. And then they in turn played some of the threats. And I have some of them here for you today. How can they say there's no fraud? Look at that woman. Look at her taking those ballots out. Look at them scurrying around with the ballots. Nobody in the room hiding around. They look like this. They look like they're passing out dope. 
not just the ballots. Uh, it is quite clear they're stealing votes. Lady Ruby, you're going to prison, you f You're going to go to prison, you're going to sit there, and you're going to live with the rats in the baggage. He died, you racist Turn yourself in before you get caught for treason and go to Gitmo. Have a nice life. Left of it, you have. We're going to burn your store down, and we're going to burn all those clothes that you sell. And nobody wants Eleanor's daughter. She's a I declare, honey, what a disgrace. This is the first, uh, this isn't the first time that something like this has happened. It's so very sad. So uh, Ruby Freeman said ever since uh, that day, her life has just been messed up. The threats fo forced her to stay with family for weeks, making her feel like a homeless person. She says she has a house, but she can't even go home. She can't go anywhere. Um, she also added that she ultimately moved, but didn't introduce herself to the neighbors or put utilities in her name. Um, she recalled hearing her daughter uh, testify in the courtroom yesterday. Um, she said that uh, Shamal's life was also flipped upside down. So very sad. So human skin, Mark Giuliani has uh, basically uh, denied that he defamed them. Then in the same term, his attorneys is arguing that uh, he you know, that he's sorry for what he said, but basically any any type of damages ruled in these case will basically end things for the weak and feeble. Human skid Mark Giuliani. Now, uh, human skid Mark Giuliani was asked, uh, would he be testifying as the uh, plaintiffs have rested their case? So uh, human skid Mark Giuliani can uh, begin his uh, defense tomorrow. And this is what human skid Mark had to say. Um, no comment. Court order is pretty complete with regard to that. Uh, respect it. After all, there's only a day or two more to go, and then we'll be able to exercise our right of free speech. God willing, like every other American. You're going to testify tomorrow? I intend to. What does that mean? You always leave them guessing, right? <laughs> when, I was, when I was a prosecutor, defense lawyers never told me if the guy was going to testify or not. So I sure as heck am not going to tell them. Whether I am or I'm not, so you better assume that I am. Well, yesterday yeah. you said the truth would come out, so is this a change that's not, yesterday? That's, you should, we're not over yet. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> thanks, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I said, excuse me, excuse the truth me. will come out, the truth will come out. I didn't say when. So. <laughs> It will come out. And Are you going to do a TV very, show very tonight? It's been three years. What's the hold up? 8 p.m. tonight. 8 p.m. Okay. tonight? Thank you. you think it's really nothing, nice nothing. I'm not going to comment on it. It's been three it's years. What's taking so long? That's right. Thank you, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Are recordings they played today and stuff like that? People saying stuff. Do you have any control of the I have nothing to do with Do you have any reaction to those recordings? How do they make you feel? It doesn't refer to me. I don't even know who those people are. All right, thank you, guys. Same time, same place tomorrow. I declare, honey, what a disgrace. So human skin, Mark Giuliani says he may testify, he may not. So it's going to be very interesting to see how much the damage is uh, in this case, uh, human skid mark has already lost the case. Basically, he uh, had a default judgment because he refused to comply and uh, give uh, the things that Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss were asking for. He's also been ordered to pay the attorney's fees. I think he was ordered to pay $90,000 in attorney's fees for Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss's attorneys already.
So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens, what comes out in the Washington Ranger, whatever it is, honey. I'm going to be here for it all. All right, players, I want y'all to grab y'all tea and have a seat because now it's time for a little update on Frumpy to the motherfucking dump. I declare, honey, what a disgrace. All right, players, so I'm just going to give y'all a little update on Frumpy Dump's trials. Now, baby, it's, <laughs> the child is really damn ridiculous and a hot boo-boo shitty mess. Now, the first thing I'll tell you is that was there was a fire uh, outside. The civil uh, trial is over. The attorneys are expected to, uh, I believe that uh, they're expected to give their closing arguments tomorrow, I believe it is, and then a ruling is supposed to be uh, decided by next year in the civil trial in New York with Attorney General Letitia James. Now, today, the court had to be evacuated because some man, which they're not naming him at this time, actually sent a fire to some papers outside the courthouse. Now, they're not saying if, in fact, this person was a Magamite, but I'm going to go ahead and keep it a stack with you. It wouldn't surprise me. In fact, I would bank on him being a Magamite that was out there trying to show and prove their love for Frumpy to the motherfucking dump. So that's what's going on in, in that case. Um, in my opinion, uh, there, I mean, we, we didn't find out anything during Frumpy Dump's uh, defense that would warrant me to cover this every single day. I mean, I got sick and tired of it. I mean, the only thing we learned is that this expert that came up there that did a big flop uh, basically was uh, paid, I believe, almost a million dollars for their export testimony. But they said that it was very contradictory to uh, all of the evidence and the uh, financial documents and different things like that that were presented. I mean, it's really damn ridiculous that a hot boo she miss and I can't wait to see uh what comes out in the washing and the ranching of this so that is what's going on in that case now you know we got to talk about my girl e jean carroll because we got a very big win in her case today as well uh frumpy dumps immunity in e jean carroll's case was denied by the appeals panel so a federal appeals court has ruled that Frumpy Dump cannot assert his presidential immunity in that defamation trial brought uh, in that defamation lawsuit brought by E. Jean Carroll, uh, denying Frumpy Dump's bid to avoid the civil trial next month. That, uh, and basically, this is going to be a Supreme Court thing because you know, uh, Frumpy to the motherfucking dump is going to appeal it. A three judge panel for the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit ruled against Frumpy Dump, finding that presidential immunity could be waived as a defense and that Frumpy Dump had the had in fact waived it. Um, the panel went on to reject Frumpy Dump's various arguments for why he should be able to assert the defense. Now, rec in the filing, in the ruling, they said recognizing presidential immunity as waivable reinforces, not undermines the separation of powers and the president's decision-making authority by affording the president an opportunity to litigate if he chooses. Accordingly, we hold that presidential immunity is waivable. Um, Frumpy, uh, the judge wrote in the 35 page ruling. Now, of course, uh, Frumpy Dump's Crackerjack Box legal team, in particular, Elena uh, Hababa, uh, called the ruling fundamentally flawed, kind of like her, honey, in a statement and said that Frumpy Dump will seek uh, a, the Supreme Court's review. Now, <clears throat> 
<clears throat> as we know, E. Jean Carroll uh, already has $5 million in trust waiting on her as soon as Frumpy Dumps, uh, it, it, all of these appeals are thrown out. Now, we don't know what's going to happen at the Supreme Court. We know <laughs> we know what's been happening now, but I got digress, honey. So it's going to be very interesting to see what comes out in the Washington arranging. Frumpy Dumps immunity appeal was his most significant remaining effort seeking to avoid the trial. The Second Circuit ruling affirms a decision issued by the U.S. District Judge Kaplan, who will oversee the trial. The judge said in a statement, we are pleased that the Second Second Circuit affirmed Judge Kaplan's ruling and that we can now move forward with the trial next month. I'm sorry, that's what E. Jean Carroll's attorney said in a statement, which will begin on January 16th. So we're going to move on to front me to the motherfucking dump and Jack Smith. You're a mean one, Mr. Smith. <laughs> I hope y'all seen my video earlier today when I almost peed my pants. <laughs> From the dunk Cracker Jack Box legal team that accused Jack Smith of being the Grinch. Man, I hate I forgot my picture. I didn't put it in here. But uh, uh, the court, even though From the dunk Cracker Jack Box legal team accused. <laughs> I can't. I shouldn't have said it. Now my tickle box turned up. <laughs> So even though Frumpy Dump Cracker Jack Box legal team accused uh, Jack Smith of being Mr. <laughs> Mr. Grinch, the court has ruled in Jack Smith's favor, saying that the special counsel's request to expedite Frumpy Dump's immunity appeal in the election interference case is granted. So again, the federal appeals court on Wednesday granted special counsel Jack Smith's request for an expedited appeal in the election interference case against Frumpy to the motherfucking dump. The U.S. appeals court <clears throat> for the District of Columbia circuit set several deadlines for uh, prosecutors and the defense to file briefs laying out their position on Frumpy Dump's arguments that the case should not should be dismissed on presidential immunity grounds. No date for oral arguments have been set. Now, this decision to take up this appeal threatens to push back the trial start date, which is currently scheduled at March on March 4th. Um, the appeal would be considered by Judge Karen H Henderson, who was appointed by President Ju uh, George H.W. Bush and also Judges Michelle Ch Childs and Florence uh, Pan, both appointed by President Biden. The three judge panel is the same group who granted the motion to expedite. <clears throat> now, a spokesperson for special counsel's uh, Mr. Grinch. His office declined to comment. Uh, Frumpy Dump campaign spokesperson did not immediately respond to the request for a comment. The court's decision to take up the expedited appeal comes after uh, Judge Chutkin, who was presiding over that federal election interference case, ruled that Frumpy Dump's presidential immunity claims did not shield him from charges. Frumpy Dump appealed that ruling. So, <clears throat> It's going to be very interesting to see. I can't wait to see what is going on, what is going to happen, honey. Um, Jack Smith has also asked the Supreme Court to quickly step in on that immunity claim. The Supreme Court has asked Frumpy Dove's legal team to respond by December 20th. So, baby, baby, the heat is on. 
uh, Frumpy Dumb Cracker Jack Box legal team is going to have to do something more than read Dr. Seuss if they want this man to be granted this presidential immunity. But since they could not even check a box on a paper that says they want a jury trial, I highly doubt that they will be able to uh, intellectually battle Jack Smith. All right, players, y'all go ahead and grab your tea and have a seat, honey. That is your updates on Frumpy to the motherfucking dump and his Cracker Jack Box legal team and these cases. Fulton County, really quick, nothing really going on there. Uh, uh, she said that she's ready. Uh, Frumpy Dump is uh, trying to push this trial back. We're waiting on rulings for the judge. That's the only thing that's going on in Fulton County, at least what I've seen, unless something else came up. But that's what I know on Fulton County. I'll keep you guys updated to any of the changes and of course y'all grab y'all tea and have a seat because baby it's time to move on i got to talk to y'all about filter face carol lake cracker jack box legal team i declare what a disgrace All right, players. So filter face Carrie Lake. I declare, honey, what a disgrace. She is just like Frumpy Dump, honey. She's like formaldehyde for her legal team, honey, because a trio of her attorneys uh, are now set to face disciplinary proceedings after fighting those, filing those frivolous ass lawsuits for Carrie Lake. I declare, honey, what a disgrace. So a committee that regulates attorneys in Arizona has found probable cause that three lawyers who represented represented filter face Carrie Lake, the failed governor candidate in election related cases. Um, and they're saying that they should face discipline, marking a significant step forward in attorney oversight process. The probable cause orders issued by attorney discipline probable cause committee were filed this week against lawyers Kirk Olson, Brian Bloom, and Andrew Parker following the initial investigation by the State Bar of Arizona. All three have previously been sanctioned by judges in Arizona related to those challenges filed on behalf of Carrie Lake. Those cases and conduct led to uh, sanctions uh, were in large parts in basis uh, of the state bar's investigation that ha have now advanced. So, th so this probable cause order greenlights the state bar to file formal complaints against the trio and pursue further action before a disciplinary judge. The complaints would could be settled or lead to a public uh, disciplinary hearing and action. So Filter Face Carrie Lake's attorneys have already been ordered to pay sanctions in uh, totaling $2,000 for lying in Carrie Lake's legal challenge to her uh, loss to Carrie Hobbs, uh, Katie Hobbs. And then also um, they were ordered to pay $122,000 um, in December of 2022 after the judge filed evidence to sanction them for filing a frivolous complaint. Um, they have, of course, appealed, appealed that um, sanction ruling and we're just waiting on the judge. So there is a 68-page response. Uh, they are disputing this claims. They're saying that this charge itself, that it is, a, they're saying that this is, of course, of, of political nature, seeking to chill lawyers from raising serious constitutional issues disfavored by some. I declare, honey, what a disgrace. Like I told you, 
filthy face carry lake and frumpy to the motherfucking dump are like formaldehyde to their Cracker Jack box legal team. I just don't know how they find these attorneys that are willing to put their law licenses on the line for them. But baby, since you're willing to do that, something you had to work eight to 10 years for, I don't feel sorry for you. You made that decision, so hey, you got to deal with it. All right, players, y'all go ahead and grab your tea and have a seat because I have an update on Bridget Ziegler and that Menage A3. Grab that tea. Have a seat. Let's get into it. All right, players. So last week we talked about on this episode, on last week's episode of The Real Tea with Double D, we talked about Bridget Ziegler. This is the wife of Christian Ziegler, who is the chairman of the uh, Florida Republicans. Um, he's the leader of the Florida Republicans. We talked about his wife, uh, Bridget Ziegler, who is on the Sarasota Board of uh, School Board, and she is also uh, on the Moms for she's one of the co-founders of Moms for Liberty. Now, um, she has been one of the ones that have been on the front lines, being very critical of LGBTQIA plus uh, people. She has been one of the ones that has been out there banning books when it comes down to LGBTQIA plus people. But come to find out, honey, according to reports, she was and I'm going to say allegedly because I didn't see the tapes, okay? Allegedly uh, doing the bow chicka wow wow. Her and her husband were one of their friends. I declare, honey, what a disgrace, baby. They said they was kicking it in Peavy up in there. Uh, they was getting it down with the menage a three. So, uh, but what happened was uh, uh, basically Christian, uh, he allegedly wanted to do the uchi la 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 with the woman by herself. So he scurried on over to her house and hunted. She, uh, there are allegations that he took advantage of her in the worst way uh, when his wife, Bridget, could not be involved in the menage three. So now we have a whole investigation into his conduct on whether he took advantage of that lady. There is a criminal complaint. And now there are calls for Bridget Ziegler and also Christian to resign. Now, Christian is not resigning. And according to this, baby, Bridget Ziegler is not resigning, baby. Uh, the floor and uh, the Sarasota uh, uh, school board uh, voted on a resolution yesterday to have her resign, and they had it in a four to one vote. But she has refused to resign. Now, I want you to listen to someone that was at that hearing and basically summed uh, Bridget Ziegler up all in three minutes. Good evening, everybody. I'm here again with Equality Florida. As always, we're the statewide LGBTQ civil rights organization. The harm that Bridget Ziegler has inflicted with her extremist political rhetoric, discriminatory policies, and now her hypocrisy is indisputable. Bridget Ziegler has worked relentlessly to target LGBTQ students and families for harassment and discrimination and to erase depictions of LGBTQ people from schools entirely. Now, let me be clear. Participation in same-sex activities is not shameful. However, Bridget Ziegler has done this while simultaneously denigrating our community and working overtime to instill policies that directly marginalize us. That hypocrisy is unacceptable. I've spoken here many times and I have never once called for Ziegler's resignation. I've always hoped that despite our vast differences, we could find shared values and come together to do what's best for Sarasota students. I was wrong to believe this. The Ziegler's have no core values. 
Their only goal is to chase political power. Bridget and Christian Ziegler have stepped on the backs of marginalized communities across Florida. They have demonized LGBTQ people, disparaged our community, and hurt our families in their quest for more power. And they pursued that power by lying to all of you. The Zieglers started the Moms for Liberty organization claiming to advance parental rights, but their goal has always been power. In the pursuit of this power, they have used parents as pawns to advance their radical right-wing agenda. The Zieglers lied to all of you. Our students deserve highly qualified and well-trained educators in every classroom. Our students deserve a wide variety of books and libraries. Parents have the right to send their kids to schools that are not overcrowded and unsafe. Instead of working on these commonly supported and unifying goals, the Zieglers attacked the LGBTQ community while dabbling in our lifestyle. The Zieglers. All right, players. So that is what he had to say at the um, at the um, <clears throat> at that uh, hearing yesterday. But Bridget Ziegler has chosen not to uh, resign. Now uh, they did uh, move forward where they talked about doing. Uh, sending a letter to Ron DeSantis, who is the only person that can remove uh, Bridget Ziegler. Now, a lot of people were saying that it was political theater because they talked about sending that letter to Ron DeSantis for Bridget Ziegler to resign. Now, um, Ron DeSantis has basically already said that he wanted Christian design to resign. I don't believe he said anything on Bridget, but they ended up not doing it that uh separate vote and that vote failed um they said that she had been on the school board since 2014 and her current term ends in 2026 so they are not sending the letter to run DeSantis. she is not resigning so her hypocrisy will sit there loud and proud on the sarasota um school board she will be on their line and trying to make it seem like she's not um like make it seem like she's holier than thou and uh it will be hypocritical of her because i mean it's nothing wrong with her and her husband doing what they want to do in their bedroom they can do everything anything that they want to do with in their bedroom that's their business with the whoever they want to do it with it's their business the thing is it's not our business but the problem with them is they make everybody else's bedroom their business and they demonize the people for it and that's exactly why it's hypocritical for her to sit there and talk about lgbtqia being uh people being demonic uh, but in uh, in the same token you at home getting it on getting your freak on you know uh, in in the bedroom being uh, the the hypocritical queen it makes absolutely no sense neither one of them so in my opinion she should resign expeditiously uh she should go cower in the corner um she should not be reelected and um she need to go and uh put her rainbow shirt on and live her best life baby because you buy and it ain't nothing wrong with that that's your business it's not my business i don't care what you do but don't be out here judging people who are uh living their life like it's golden i'm gonna go ahead and keep it a stack that's their business stay out of other people's bedroom if people if this world will stay out of other people's bedroom this world will be a better place. As long as you're not messing with no kids, I don't give a damn what you're doing there. As long as you're not doing nothing illegal, I don't care what you do. That's your business. As long as you ain't doing it loud enough where I can hear and you're not doing it in front of no kids or, or putting nobody in no danger. That's what I'm going to oh, taking something that you shouldn't take from nobody. That's what I'm going to say. All right, players. <laughs> I done got on my soapbox, but I had to say that, honey. Wouldn't this world be so much, so much better if people mind their own bedroom boom? 
if they stop worrying about what people do in their bedrooms, wouldn't this world be a better place? It damn sure would be. All right, players. <clears throat> Y'all go ahead and grab your tea and have a seat. We got one more, honey. And we got to talk about the privileged pervert now. I, I don't know. He didn't really win a stupid prize, baby, but he won something else. But we still going to play the intro because it's my favorite one. Y'all get ready to play stupid games and win a stupid prize. Players, it's time for another riveting episode of Play Stupid Games, Win Stupid Prizes. All right, players. So, Hetty McForehead, the privileged pervert. I ain't got no other nicknames for him. I called him Hetty McForehead or the privileged pervert. <laughs> so, the privileged pervert is the recipient of the Play Stupid Games Win Stupid Prize Award. But, baby, I didn't award him with this award, honey. Actually, he was out there um, in Ohio. He was doing a... Uh, he was at some sort of Christmas event out there and some man came up and said that he had an award for the privileged pervert. Privileged pervert scared his ass on up there being happy as a flea on a dog's ass that he was about to be honored for his work for the American people. And baby, that man gave him this award for <laughs> being the king of Venmo and chill with some underage girls. Y'all take a look at this video. <laughs> only Republican in Congress who takes no lobbyist money, no special interest money. I work for you, not them. Let's go get them. Thank you all so much. Matt Gates, we have an award for you. My name is Michael. I'm with the Strongsville GOP. The 2023 Strongsville GOP Award. Oh, thank you all so much. Congratulations for your dedication to using Venmo to allegedly paying underage girls to have sex with yourself. Thank you all so much. He's still holding the award, y'all. He's saying, Congratulations on your work. On your award for using Venmo to allegedly pay underage. <laughs> I declare, honey, what a disgrace. Play us, the privileged pervert. Mm -mm -mm, baby, that was a good one. Really quickly, because I just sped, sped past this and I told somebody I was going to cover it. Let's talk about Jonathan Majors really quick. So his trial, really quickly, y'all, I promise I ain't going to hold you too much longer. I just, because I promised somebody I was going to talk about this. So Jonathan Majors, now, the, the, the court of public opinion, baby, has been opinioning today because there was some more footage that was uh, that was released by the judge today. Now, some people have been saying that it was leaked. It, the, the footage that we're about to look at, it was not leaked. It was actually uh, released uh, by the presiding judge. He approved the release of several pieces of evidence uh, to the media on Monday. Now, one of those um, was some photos. One of those was some audio of Jonathan Majors, Majors and this Coretta Scott King and M Michelle Obama uh, debacle. And then there was also um, the video of from the night of the incident that shows a part of the incident. Now, the public co court of public opinion, when they 
uh, heard about the text messages because as we know, there was some text messages that was read out where uh, Jonathan Majors uh, was basically apologizing for putting his hands on his ex-girlfriend. He was putting his hands on her or whatnot. He apologized for that. And he also um, uh, was saying that he was going to take himself out the game or whatnot. So those messages were there. They read those out. So people was like, and then they heard the Coretta Scott King thing. And they was like, baby, Jonathan Majors, uh-uh, honey, you got problems. But some people have been changing their minds on this after watching the video and uh, getting more context to the audio. So we're going to listen to a portion of the audio. I want y'all to make your own decisions. Uh, let me know what you think. A portion of the audio, and I also have the visual for you. So let's listen to the audio first. What are we doing right now? Period. This is actually, period. Do you understand that? Yeah. Do you really know this? Do you really? Yes. Then how dare you come home drunk and disturb the peace of our house when we have a plan? I would, like to get to, I would like to get to the point where your friends know what job I'm on and go, I think Grace is going to be out of commission. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I won't. I, like, I'm, I, no, no, no. Do you understand that? Because because that team, that unit, right, Grace has to be in a certain mindset to support Coretta Scott King. You know who that is? That's Martin Luther King's wife. Michelle Obama. Barack Obama's wife. I know, I'm not, I, I, I shouldn't have gone out, I'm no, no, sorry. Let me, just, let me just lay it out for you, right? If I am, I'm just going to say this, my temper, my shit, my trauma, blah, blah, all that, all that said, right? And I'm going to say, I'm a great man, a great man. I am doing great. Look, he just goes on for the next minute talking about how great he is and how wonderful he is and how she should basically be grateful to be with him and she need to act accordingly um, because he is the shit. And, um, you know, he also uh, has a responsibility to the public uh, because uh, like the black community and all this kind of old stuff. But and I'm going to keep that next comment to myself. He says he has a responsibility to the black community. But anyway, so. Um, that was the audio. Now, a lot of people was listening to that saying that he sounds like a master manipulator. Uh, when the uh, transcripts of that came out, people said he had a, a sound like a master manipulator. Uh, and they was like, something is not right with the way that he was talking to her. But now that we have a little bit more context to him saying the Coretta Scott King thing, it's like, oh, he was trying to tell her to act regal or whatnot, uh, like Coretta Scott King. And, um, and she shouldn't be going out getting drunk and coming back home, uh, you know, in a drunken state. So then we also have this uh, visual. Now, y'all take a look at this video here of uh, the incident, and I'll see y'all on the other side.
You better run for it, run for it, run. Run for it, run for it, run. <laughs> Am I muted? I hope I'm muted. <laughs> I don't know if I'm muted. So as y'all can see, <laughs> Justin May just was run for it, run for it, run. Baby Justin Matrix was running, honey. He was running to get away from Grace. Now, listen, uh, it appears to me that Jonathan did put his hands on her. It looks like he lifted her up and put her in a car. This supposed to be a dispute over a cell phone. Apparently, she saw his cell phone. Um, <clears throat> she saw his cell phone or whatnot. He was texting some female on it. She uh took his cell phone from him, and that was a fight to the death over the cell phone. Um, I do not look. I don't. I don't. And I. And you know what this makes uh, really quickly. I don't understand those type of relationships because I'm not in that type of relationship. I don't look through my husband's cell phone, <laughs> and my husband don't look through my cell phone. We have never ever ever done that because my husband trusts me and i trust him i have i we just don't have that type of relationship so those if i had been laying on my husband's shoulder and he was texting on his phone and i saw him texting somebody or whatnot i'm not gonna take his phone from him i'm gonna ask him who the hell is that you know what i'm saying i'm asking and i'm just gonna confront him about it we're not gonna be fighting on no over no damn cell phone you know what i'm saying and if you that upset and hurt by what he was texting just go ahead and leave. I know that's hard to say. You know what I'm saying? It's so easier for people to say than it to be done. But at the end of the day, if you don't trust this person enough to where you got to grab their cell phone out their hand so you need to get validation of what you just saw, man, you already know that dude was up to no good. And then he up here in this audio talking about how he knows he has a temper, but he's still the shit. I mean, that lets me know that he there's something there he definitely you know talking about he got a temper but he's still a good guy and great guy having to big himself up like that yeah there's something stinking if the fish is is stinking in that water honey and it, 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 it it's something ain't right about that situation uh but you know, this a lot is on the line for Jonathan Majors. That's why we're here. That's why this is such a public thing, you know, because he could lose everything with the conviction in this case. In fact, I mean, because just because of the inclination of it, I mean, he probably has lost a great deal. His uh his reputation has definitely taken a hit. But at the end of the day, honey, you looking on you trying to take somebody's cell phone. We be seeing kids these days taking teachers out the game, being teachers, paralyzing teachers over their cell phone. You don't touch nobody's cell phone, honey. If you feel like you got to look through that man's phone, you need to get gone. Don't don't be going through no man's phone. If you got to go through her phone, you y'all don't need to have no passwords to each other's phone. There needs to be some type of level of privacy. If you cannot trust the person that you with enough for them to have a cellular device, to the point to where you feel like you need to have access to it at all times, that is a problem. You need to leave your relationship. And I'm going to look into your eyes when I tell you this. If you are in a relationship and you feel like you need to look through that person's cellular device or their, their private places, then you need to leave that relationship because you don't trust that person. And if you don't trust that person, you don't have a stable relationship and you end up in situations like this. Point blank, period. Don't be in a relationship where you're not feeling appreciated. Don't be in a relationship where you where you feel like you can't trust a person. Because at the end of the day, if you cannot trust a person, you have nothing. 
That's all I'm gonna say on that. So if he get convicted of that, it looked like he put his hands on it from the slow mo that I saw. It looked like he did, but he was also running from that ass. Now I don't know what was behind that. I don't know if they be beating each other. I don't know what the case may be. That ain't my business. Jonathan Majors got a lot on the line, and he gonna have to see that through. Ain't got shit to do with me. Uh, Megan Good, she gonna have to if she gonna stick. Look like she gonna stick beside him. That's her business. But don't come to us in about five years talking about oh he was doing A, B, C, and D because. I'm going to be giving your ass the side eye because you had an inclination by what he was saying about that Coretta Scott King shit. But I digress. All right, players. So your girl Double D is off her soapbox. I hope y'all have a precious night, honey. I am here longer than what I was supposed to be. But you know what? It don't matter because I love being here with you. I'm sorry to keep you up so late. But I really hope y'all enjoyed this brand new episode of The Real Tea with Double D that will be available wherever you stream your podcast in about five to 10 minutes. Thank y'all so much for joining me and y'all make sure y'all follow me on all social media platforms. That way you can stay up to date on the day to day tea. All right, players. I hope y'all have a precious night. Thank y'all for staying. I love y'all so much. Andrea, uh, Lisa. Oh my gosh. I get, uh, Sandra, Miss Murders, all of y'all that's still out there. I love y'all so much. Hope y'all have a good night. Everybody love everybody. Peace. Thanks for listening to the real T with Double D. Join us next week for the next episode of the most accurate news on the net. Be sure to follow on all social media platforms to stay up to date with all your day to day T.